Are you looking for a new basketball shoe? If so, this is Gary Parrish here to tell you that the New Balance 2-Way V4 features the groundbreaking use of fuel cell technology with fresh foam creating the ultimate combination of rebound and cushioning. Every step feels explosive and dynamic, and the upper construction features a lightweight textile that's supportive and breathable. So whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the 2-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the 2-Way at newbalance.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hey there, Gary Parrish. Welcome back to the CBS Sports Ion College Basketball Podcast, where we sometimes discuss camel fighting dodo birds and leaky black. Matt Norlander is here with me. You're watching on YouTube, smash the like button like your brand today if you have consent. And if you haven't yet, subscribe to the CBS Sports College Basketball YouTube channel. Also do that while you're here. Let's get into it today. Oh boy, today. Oh we are continuing our summer shoot around series that we're doing over a seven week span. We've already published episodes on Arizona, Arkansas, Baylor, Connecticut, Creighton, Duke, Fort Atlantic, Gonzaga, Houston, Kansas, Kentucky, Marquette, Miami, Michigan State, North Carolina, and Purdue. We're working in alphabetical order. So now we're turning our attention to the S word. San Diego State, Brian Dutcher's Aztecs, my Aztecs, GP's Aztecs, 32-7 and seven last season, 15-3 and three in the Mountain West, won the league by two games, won the league tournament, got a five seed in the NCAA tournament, and that's when things really got interesting. Beat Charleston in the round of 64, mm. beat Furman in the round of 32, <laughs> beat Alabama in the Sweet 16, yeah. beat Creighton in the Elite Eight to make the Final Four for the first time in history. Incredible achievement. But it didn't stop there. Nope. SDSU then beat FAU in the Final Four to ad- advance to the title game against UConn. That got rough. Final score, Husky 76, Aztecs 59. That's how the best season in San Diego State history ended. Now, three of the top four scores from that team are back, which is why I have San Diego State ranked 13th in the top 25. And one, we'll see what Norlander thinks about that next. But first, oh, we need to hear a word from our partners. All right, dead leg. San Diego State, preseason top 15 team. Can you F with it? <laughs> or do you say F that? Well, if you're dialed into this episode, you'll uh, hopefully have listened to our mailbag. Oh, I hope answer. not. I hope not. I certainly hope so, because that was, that was a wonderful episode. It feels like we just did that one. But I, what I didn't bring up on that episode was that we've got a wonderful listener. Her name's Kathy Kay. She's in Germany, and this woman has sent in a variety of options at the top of the show. Okay? So you could say, do you back it or do you battle it? Do you, she got to love it low that she's like, do you rally behind it or do you rule it out? Do you sanction it or do you spit on it? Whoa, spit on it. <laughs> this is what she sent. Do you trust Do you trust her? Do you trust One of us. Yeah, okay. I know. Stop. Enough. 
Do you trust it or do you trash it? Spit on it. Do you tolerate it or you, do you turn it down? Do you... What else do we got here? Do you advocate or abstain? She sent a variety of them. Shouts to Kathy K. We appreciate that. We appreciate the listeners trying to help us out, help GPA out with these. Do do I F with it or do I say F it? Is that what you came up with this for the San Diego State? Yeah, do you F with it? Like I F with with the Aztecs as a top 15 team. Or (sighs) F that. Aztecs aren't a top 15 team. I'm going to say, I think I'm going to lean F that. I lean a little. Oh, you're F that. I F with it. I F with San Diego State. Yeah, I might say F that. Um, I did not. Uh, as you said this, and you're trying again, you're tr- he's trying to make him his Aztecs. This, of course, is based on the history where literally the San Diego State fan base unfurled a banner mm. at Viejas Arena that said, what did it say? I think it said fire Gary Parish. I think it said fire Gary Parish. Yeah, or Gary, yeah, something like that. Um, it exists out there. I do not have it. Uh, so now they are your Aztecs. And it said, uh, I think with love, but also with some hey, justice. Um- you cannot. I made up this quote one time. Let's see if I can get it right. You made this up. Okay. Yeah, I made this up. You can't fight hate with hate. You have to fight hate with light. Okay. Feel like I need your image in black and white mm-hmm. and some sort of fuzzy Photoshop. Mm-hmm. And then that that's just that's on there in some sort so, of so okay. Did the San Diego State fans wish bad things for me? Yes, but did I fight hate with hate? No, I adopted them as my Aztecs. I Philip Drummond them. <laughs> they might have resisted that all the more. But I regardless, here we are talking the Aztecs. You mentioned they're coming off the best season in school history. That's true, and they join the likes of. There's a chance you can make the case for Creighton, although it's technically had better seasons, never gone further in the tournament. FAU obviously had the best season in school history. They were another summer shoot-around team that we, that we focused on. Miami is coming off the best season in school history as well. And then, of course, San Diego State. So there have been a number of schools that have not just come off their best seasons in program history, but they are catapulting into the next season with no shortage of optimism and reason to be top 10, 15, 20, 25 level kind of team. San Diego state is one of those teams also coming off of GP didn't mention this in the lead up. I mean, you've got Lamont Butler hitting the biggest shot in school history. And one of the, the, uh, I guess it's the only shot in final four history. I mentioned this on some shoot around episode. I guess it was the FAU one where it was it was a do or die shot when the ball went up. Uh, there have been plenty of buzzer beaters, or not plenty, but there have been some buzzer beaters in, in Final Fours and national title games that have gone in. But when they've been released, the game was tied. San Diego State, the ball went up, time expired, clock went, clock sounded, horn sounded, red light went on, balls in the air, doesn't go in, you're going home, goes in, you're moving on. Lamont Butler hits an absolute biggie. It all but uh, 15, 20 feet in front of uh, where I was sitting there, and it propelled San Diego State to the national title game. I must have mentioned this one or six times in the midst of that Final Four run. This is why I love college basketball, man. It's not, I guess, unthinkable that you could have something like San Diego State, and it is unthinkable on, on the FAU level, uh, happen in major college football. And I enjoy Division One major college football. I do. But you just don't get San Diego State-type stories here. And you know, San Diego State... Uh, 
came from practically nothing. Uh, you know, I'm not going to completely uh, go down the history of what this program wasn't and what it was built to, but San Diego state fans know. And if you really check out what they did not do up until about the year 2002, 2003, 2004, early, early century. And then Steve Fisher built it into a legitimate powerhouse. And Brian Dutcher has been able to now really, he was a long time assistant there and now he's got it rolling to where GP's got him top 15 in the country and they're going to bring back a decent crew. They don't bring back everyone, which is why I said maybe maybe um, I'm more likely to, to dismiss top 15 status because they lose the likes of Matt Bradley, who's gone. Nathan Mensah is gone. Kashad Johnson went and transferred to Arizona. He's gone. Um, those are the three most important players. But they bring back some other key pieces as well. When you see this Aztecs team, your Aztecs, what do you see, GP? One of the things I remember telling my kids, and I made this up, Okay. I said, uh, returning hate for hate multiplies hate. Okay. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light <laughs> can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. So I the, quote is, that. the quote is now changing. All right. All right. Yeah. I mean, I just had to flesh it out a little bit, you know? Got it. Yeah. yeah. Some people, in fairness, because I know people are going to Google this, some people attribute that to Dr. King. <laughs> So when you start Googling, if it pops up, like, I think that's Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> Can't trust the internet these days. I invented that. And then I applied it to San Diego State. Okay. I think they're going to be terrific. The class of the Mountain West, back-to-back -back league champions, and compete for a top four seed in the NCAA tournament, which would be better than what they were last year when they were uh, a five seed. I mean, when you've got accomplished, experienced guards like Lamont Butler and Darion Trammell, like that's a great place to start. They get Reese Dixon Waters on the mm -hmm. wing. He's a third-year player. Solid. Solid. I mean, he averaged 10 points per game last season. Yep. Pac-12 school. That's how they count. Yep. I think – Jaden Ledee probably starts in the middle. He only started one game last season, mm -hmm. but it's a fifth-year player, average eight points, five rebounds, 18 minutes per game. His role has to increase, but he's a solid role player. I think that's what you need him to be, a solid role player. And then my little nephew, Micah Parrish. Of course. Six-foot-six, six, fourth-year player, seven points, <laughs> 3.6 rebounds, 21.5 minutes per game. Again, only started once. So this is where... Parrish and Ledea, uh, especially, are going to have to have increased roles. You know, they were key members of, of a Final Four team, but now they need to have increased roles. But I think they'll just be fine. And then here's the thing I don't think anybody's really highlighted. Go to a Final Four. What if I tell you? Tell me. Those 30, those 30, 30 commercials. What if I told you? You ready for this? What if I told you? San Diego State coming off its best season in school history and then added a fighting camel. I, I'm, I am aware of, I was wondering if you were going to get this. We got a fighting camel situation going down on fighting the Fighting camel coast. has relocated to San Diego. Home of the America's greatest zoo. How do you recruit a fighting camel? You recruit them to the home of America's greatest zoo. Like we once almost ranked zoos on this podcast. That's another conversation altogether. What's the name of this camel, by the way? J-Pal. J-Pal. Love it. Love it. J-Pal. 
Why would you not want to fight it? Like, buddy, imagine you're another Mountain West Conference school. You're like San Diego State. Man, Brian's got this thing rocking and rolling, coming off a title game appearance. Damn it. And they added a fighting camel. I know. It's tough. It's tough. I'm already regretting my. Oh, by the way, they tried to leave the Mountain West Conference just like in the middle of the summer. They did. Yeah. I mean, we can get into that really briefly here, Um, but that was long expected to be the case. And then the Pac-12 completely folded and San Diego State was not able to get out because, again, sometimes these contracts, they just they're sticklers. You know, they hold up things. That's why Texas and Oklahoma are not in the SEC yet as much as they would like to be. They are sticking out through the end of uh, what they uh, what they bargained to be there. So San Diego State not off to the Pac-12. Whatever it is, I guess, as we stand now, anything's possible. But from a basketball only perspective, for the purposes of this podcast and this conversation, uh, the Aztecs are sitting quite pretty right now in the Mountain West because you mentioned it. They're going to they're they're probably going to be the best team in the league. I'm not seeing that will challenge them. The question becomes, we keep this mostly focused on San Diego State, but, you know, I think UNLV has got a shot to be number two. Um, Colorado State, I, I actually happened to speak with Nico Medved about a week ago, and uh, not even for candidate coaches. He wasn't even on the he wasn't even on the roll call this year, but just uh, just checked in. He is feeling particularly rosy about his team's prospects this year. I get a I get a sense Nevada will be in there, but I think San Diego State's going to win the league by like two games. I think it'll it'll clear, um, and what'll be a solid league, and it'll be a multi bid league, but. I don't know. I just, I, I'd be surprised with what they bring back and what they have there. I'd be surprised if they don't wind up again finishing atop that league. And, you know, San Diego State did it last season. They did it not the season before, but the de- season before that. And they've rated as the best team four years running in the Mountain West. That should be your number five upcoming. Who wins their league by more games? Gonzaga or San Diego State? I oh, got to be Gonzaga. That's Gonzaga. Because there's just uh, the Mount West. Mary's is Mary's. Good, uh, that's a good question. You might have you might have duped me. Because um, Gonzaga is also going to be a tick. It could be better than Gonzaga. That's not impossible to think for this year. Uh, you cannot. You have San Diego State as better than Gonzaga going in. Do you not? I think I do. I think that's I think right. I do. You um. You cannot drive out. Uh, that's enough. You can't drive San Diego State out of the Mountain West. That's what that's what we know. Okay, I think Martin Luther King said that back in '68. Okay, I will say Gonzaga wins its league by more games. Mountain West is still good enough, but I would actually take the push. I think it's it's highly likely they wind up winning by the same amount of games. The Mountain West does not have a second team as good as St. Mary's. But would you be surprised? How many trivia time? How many Same. Mountain West Conference teams are in the top ninety-five preseason at BartTorvik.com? Oh, we actually had a. Uh, I didn't bring it to the mailbag, but we had someone that had an issue with your referencing of Torvik so much because this listener uh, apparently the Torvik projections and how many minutes and production some of these players are expected to make don't align with things that coaches have said. So I'm just take it, take it. You know what I would tell that person? Here's if I were talking to that person brought that to me, I would tell them to mind their own damn business. Well, it was sent in as an email question for the mailbag, but I didn't put it. But I don't know if you've heard, you cannot. You (laughs) can't. 
You cannot drive out darkness with darkness. I thought you. I thought you were going to bring up the data sorting. Uh, how many teams are in the top? What ninety? I wish you could drive out darkness with darkness, though. Wouldn't that be easier? I'm going to say. God, that'd be easier. Feels like a leading question. But Malwest is good. I'll, you know what? I'll say there's. I'll say there are four teams in the top ninety. If you said top ninety, I forget. I found the Mountain West Conference's biggest hater. I found the Mountain West Conference's biggest hater. It's yeah. dead leg. Is is it eight? I don't know. It's I said eight. Four. Is it really? It's eight. Eight. Name them. <laughs> okay, sure. Um, uh, you've got SDSU, Nevada, Colorado State, uh, uh, Boise. It's four. New Mexico would be five. <sighs> There's three more. Um, who have I? Uh, UNLV is six. UNLV is six. Uh, sorry about the phone call. I don't know if that came through. Could not drive out ringtones <laughs> with ringtones. That's six. I'm a six or six, I assume. What? And oh good God. God, that's enough. Come on, Nico. Um, <laughs> Come on, Nico. <laughs> <laughs> it's Nico Medved calling. Yeah, of course it is. Calling right now. He knows we're talking about him. Uh, I'm six for six. So San Jose State, are they in there? 89th. Are they really? Are they really? So that's seven. So um, I don't think it's Air Force. Uh, and who am I missing? The one you haven't named is 95th. Oh, okay. So not Air Force. Um, uh, let's see. Mountain West. Who am I forgetting? Oh, Fresno State. Fresno State's not in the top 95. Okay. Um, Rodney Terry ain't walking through that Wyoming? door. Wyoming? Wyoming is not in the top yeah, 95. Yeah, so who am I missing? I, I didn't think of you, Wyoming. Utah State. Oh, come on, Matt. That's a yep. terrible job. Utah terrible State. job. Eight Mountain West Conference teams are in the top 95 at Torvik. Eight. Eight. All right? Yeah. How many Big East teams do you think are in the top 95 at Torvik? Since you teed it up like this, I'll say seven. Eight. Okay. Basically, the Big East and the Mountain West are the same leagues. Yeah, that's what people are saying. That's yes. what people are saying within the industry. Within that's the, the word, <laughs> that's the word within the industry. The word within the industry is the Mountain West and the Big East. They're equal powers. That's equal right. conferences of equal strength. Yes. Just for um, some context, A10 has five. The American has three. That's what? bad. Three. Three in the top 95. Florida Atlantic, Memphis, UAB. West Coast Conference only has two. Gonzaga, St. Mary's. Yeah. But the Mountain West has eight. The Pac-12 Mount West got? is on the come up. What's the Pac-12 got? Uh, more. I looked it up. I trust me. I was. I, that's the first place I looked. You were just I, sorting all sorts of data. I've been sorting data all, my, all week. I know. I got gotcha. you. Um, this is not a mailbag episode. These are quick. So, you got anything else, or should we do this uh, schedule rundown? Yeah, I think I've said. I, I think I've said everything I need to say. <laughs> okay. Um, the non-conference schedule, surprisingly enough, has not been released by San Diego State yet. They have released their conference schedule. That is an unusual move. Uh, but here's who we know SDSU is playing. They're going to open against Fullerton. They're going to play at BYU on November 10th. That's a good game. They're going to host Stanford. They're in the Continental Tire main event. I know you already knew that. They're going to play St. Mary's, and then they'll play either Xavier or Washington. Side note, SDSU and St. Mary's have played 12 times in 20 years. This is a, this is a frequent a frequent rival, if you will. They're going to play Cal in late November in San Juan Capistrano, down in the just south of LA. Sure. And they're at 
They're at Gonzaga on December 29th. They've got a few more to to fill in, but I'm going to lean on those all being by game type games. So BYU, Stanford, St. Mary's, and either Xavier Washington, at Cal, and at Gonzaga. Um, it won't bog you down with the with the conference schedule. It's there's plenty of plenty of competition there. All that said, I think I'm teeing you up. Because I, I'm going to set the over under at 23.5, which mm. I think I think is fair. Now this might indicate that you know I'm not I'm not all in on SDSU being top 15 material, but I'll say 23.5 wins for the Aztecs heading into the Mountain West Conference tournament in Vegas. What's that record going to be? I only heard. I only heard two non-league losses. Oh, two non-league losses, of course. And then in the league, they were fifteen and three last season. I think the uh, that's, but there's eight top ninety five teams. Fifteen and three. Fifteen and three seems tough. I'm going to go sixteen and four in the league. So I've got six losses, thirty one minus six, twenty five. Twenty five wins for my Aztecs heading into the Mountain West Conference tournament. Let me see what they did last year. Did they, I think that's what they were last year. Last year they were twenty four. Oh, they must have lost. Did they lose a game to COVID? Twenty four and six. They played thirty games. <laughs> COVID. You still cannot. Got- <laughs> you cannot fight out COVID with COVID. <laughs> okay. Stop. Uh, stop this. All right. It is. 25 and six. I can't believe the ridiculous turns this show takes sometimes. <laughs> You've got them at 25 and six. Uh, that they would take that instantly. I'm going to go 23 and eight. I'll go 23 and eight. I Two, found San Diego State's biggest hater. And it ain't, it ain't on this show. I, I guarantee you, you can find the Mount a hater biggest hater. It's dead leg. I'm not even remotely close to the biggest San Diego State hater. All right. Uh, I'll say 23 and eight. They're easily back in the tournament. They win the mountain West. Tell it to the show. Uh, the show shouts to the show. And that's your San Diego state. Pre- the show uh, tried to get me fired on. TV. I know it did. It did. It really did. But you know what? You stood tall. You stood strong. Well, I must have told you stood strong. I stood. You stood strong. I stood short, but I did stand strong. You did. Uh, one last takeaway from here on SDSU. It's 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 a pretty cool story to see that Dutcher, who waited a long time to get this job, has been able to come in and have a tournament level team in five of his six years. The one team year he didn't go was nineteen. They won twenty one games that year anyway. They would have been San Diego State would have been that two seed in that COVID year. You can't fight COVID with COVID. That's what I'm. And you know, five seed last year they go to the national title game, which is. It's just an awesome, awesome, awesome story, man. Just they, they were one win away from winning the whole damn thing. Um, they had some one and dones previously under Dutcher. This last season was actually the first time they'd actually won a game in the tournament, but he's making it work there. And I think that no matter if San Diego State's going to remain in the Mountain West or if there's some amalgamation of whatever the Pack Four is, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen there, but the program is set up to thrive in men's hoops. Dutcher seems to be the right guy for the long term. Doing a wonderful job there, and let's see if we can get, you know, if Tremel really, really like, does Tremel grow into a top fifteen guard in the country? I don't know. 
I think he's got potential to do so. Lamont Butler, can he grow into one of the um, more predominant scorers and make a big jump after scoring, you know, eight and change last season? Those things will need to happen. I think they can happen. And San Diego State's got a nice balance here of the league schedule will be challenging. And there's, it's not like super appealing non-league, but they didn't go out and, and schedule easy, easy, easy. Like they got to go to BYU. Stanford should be better. They're going to get St. Mary's and either Xavier or Washington. Like, and they're at Gonzaga. Like there's definitely enough there. We'll be talking about the Aztecs plenty in November and December, primarily because they are my Aztecs. Uh, we buried the lead on that show, but um, yeah, they should be headed for yet another NCAA tournament and, uh, and doing just well under Dutcher. Coaches who have been promoted, their assistants at a school, head coach retires, they get promoted to a head coach for the first time. Who's better than Brian Dutcher? Six years, four NCAA tournaments, would be five and six, but 2020 was canceled. Three Mountain West Conference titles, three Mountain West Conference tournament titles, 2023 Final Four, 2023 title game. Who's better than Brian Dutcher? I'll give you some options. Mark Few. Yeah, and Tom, Tom Izzo. John Shire? Too soon. Oh, it's too soon for John Shire. Way too soon. Come on. Okay. Man. But, like, can we agree? Brian Dutcher's on the short list of oh, greatest, yeah, greatest assistants to ever be promoted. Yeah. On their yeah. own bench to a head coach for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it's like long time, long time like, you got to be like, there. I've, I've been joking around almost like for 24 yeah. minutes now. It's the best. But, but I'm serious about that. He's like, if you are Syracuse and you've just done this, or you are any other school that does this, you are hoping that it goes as well for you as it has gone for San Diego State with Brian Dutch. I agree. Let's roll. Shouts, Devin Downey. Shouts to Chester, South Carolina. Shouts to Hawk. Shouts to Larnell. Thank you guys once again for listening and watching Ion College Basketball Podcast. If you're not subscribed, please subscribe anywhere you subscribe to podcasts, including Apple and Spotify. Rate it, review it, leave a comment. More of us than there are of them. That needs to be reflected in the comments. You cannot drive out darkness with darkness. Can you drive out COVID with darkness? I don't think so. No. But I've never thought about it. Yeah. I wish you could drive out darkness with darkness. And I'm not willing to give up on that, by the way. I think (laughs) maybe you can someday. It's. I think maybe we'll get back to that, driving out darkness with darkness but we'll see you know it's a crazy world out there what's our next episode gp oh by the way man i wanted to mention this off the top i might you know what i might pre-record something off the top too go and bid this episode when it goes this is the last one the bidding for the bonus episode ends friday you're listening to this episode on wednesday when we do the friday episode I mean, technically, you could listen to that in the morning. There'll still be a few hours left, so this is technically the penultimate one. But please go and bid, as it was discovered <laughs> on the Tuesday mailbag show. It's not just that if the winning bid gets to a thousand dollars, we're going to do a private. It was Facetime originally. We're, I think we're going to do a Zoom. Zoom is just much more practical. If it gets to fifteen hundred dollars, Gary Paris is going to fire up the old Streamyard. No, and, no, 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 and, no, no, no. No, 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 no. Okay. It has to be $1,500 totally separate for a Fornelli oh. podcast. But not oh, it's, me it's and Fornelli. Se- just me talking about Fornelli for separate? 20 minutes. It's totally separate. It's separate. If somebody wants me to talk about Tom Fornelli for 20 minutes, it will cost them $1,500. 
Tom Fornelli has an eBay auction bid through St. Jude. We have this whole CBS Sports uh, alignment with St. Jude, which is wonderful. And one of the auction bids right now is a private Zoom call with Tom Fornelli. That's not what I'm offering. And that's going for like two fifty-five. You think you can get this to fifteen hundred? You're out of your mind. Tom Fornelli will not be involved. The ghost of Tom Fornelli will not be involved. This is strictly me talking about Tom Fornelli for twenty minutes. There you go. Please go bid. It's in the description of this episode on this YouTube page. We're trying to raise money for St. Jude, and we want to do the bonus episode on a school we haven't discussed yet. I've said my piece. I think that's the show. You cannot drive out Tom Fornelli with Tom Fornelli. Only Light can do that. And the Indiana Hoosiers. And the Indiana Hoosiers. St. John's is up next. Bye-bye.